Hey guys, and thanks for joining us for another episode of Event Buzz. All the way from New Jersey, today's guest is the museum director for a center named after one of America's greatest inventors. Need a hint? A man responsible for pretty much everything we love and know today. Mm, let me see. Electric power, lighting, motion pictures, sound recordings. It's Thomas Edison. Today, we are talking about the Thomas Edison Center and how they've been navigating this pandemic, as well as the procedures they've introduced to keep visitors and groups safe during their tours at the historical site. Kathleen, thanks for coming on the podcast. Let's start by giving a brief intro about the center to our listeners and maybe your transition to using our ticketing platform online and how that's been going. So when you know, COVID came around in spring of 2020, we had already been looking into having a ticketing resource for our museum because like a lot of other, you know, entertainment type industries, our, our uh, people coming in weren't all um, standard. We'd get, you know, three at 10 and 13 at 11 and 45 at, you know, this time, so on and so yeah. forth. And so we, we wanted something to, you know, streamline for not only my docents, um, but also for uh, the visitor so that they would have a, you know, a premium experience, visitor experience, and wouldn't have to be looking over people's, you know, heads and things like that. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, this really just worked out perfectly for us. And we think it's a, a you know, a great uh, addition, you know, for our visitors also, a great benefit. Yeah. Now, we used to be able to do hands-on um, items in here. Actually, that's one of the most popular things we had, but of course we cannot do that. But we don't tell people, oh, we're not doing hands-on anymore. We just do demonstrations instead. And it's really worked out wonderfully well. And uh, we're not a large museum. We have, you know, really two galleries, not large again at mm -hmm. all. But but each of them is filled with, um, each of them is filled with, um, you know, original artifacts. Yeah. So, you know, we wanted this to be a positive. So this has really worked out well. And that's what we're just trying to do. We're trying to, even things we can't do anymore, we're trying to, you know, parlay them into a positive thing. And so I don't think people, they're not missing anything because they don't know it's been taken away. And we do try to keep our tours as usual, you know, educational, but fun. Mm -hmm. You know, an another one of the benefits of having this ticketing system is I did have some docents who were a little long in some parts, you know, and, and then it would back up my tours. But having our tours timed this way, there's no option but to move on. And it's been really helpful. I'm to glad. the newer uh, visitors coming in. Awesome. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, it helps you stay on schedule in a way. And people, a lot of our people who come here, we're in the middle of the state of New Jersey. Not quite in the middle, but people call it Central Jersey. Uh -huh. And so there's a lot of friends that consider us like a 
meeting point and something fun to do. And, you know, when they know that they have tickets for a specific time, it just, to me, from past experience and this current experience, it seems like they're on time and they're not keeping their friends waiting for 45 minutes or more, which, of course, is so infuriating and definitely takes something away from, you know, their visit here. So that's actually been another positive. That's true. That's true. It's helping out you guys, but then also them for that one that one friend mm-hmm. that doesn't really like the schedule, you know. <laughs> we all have one um okay so for the museum and your visitors i wanted to touch base on just the different um the the different protocols you've had to put in place since covid uh just to get just to see how you guys have changed it up or how you are following like the cdc guidelines or what you're doing differently Yeah, we had to make a lot of changes as yeah. all of us had. So I've been working very closely following the CDC guidelines and in also with our town uh, health department. And uh, so we have installed plexiglass um, at the gift shop, you know, which is where a lot of people are standing and looking. We're always happy to see them. Mm-hmm. But also it divides our front gallery a little bit. It keeps the people coming in separate for, from those on the other side of the plexi. And actually, some of my um, board members have come in and, and they said, this plexi is so purposeful, like we should have had it even before, you know, this event, because we had really nice designs put on it having to do with Thomas Edison. So it's clear, but it, you can see the, you know, the division of the room. But it's it's actually like ornamented almost. Yeah, that's cool. So that's really oh, it, they look beautiful. Um, of course, we do checks with temperature uh, before anyone comes into the room, and also on our Purple Pass um, uh, site, we have where you have you know have you been around anyone that's sick? Do you have a temperature? Yeah, you know we're having people self check before they come here, and of mm-hmm. course we check also. Mm-hmm. Because they could have bought the ticket on, you know, two weeks before. And so we want to make sure that they're still well. One of the other things that we had to do here, because we don't have automatic doors, is that we cannot allow people to open the door. We've actually had to keep the door locked. And then we go outside and then we bring the people in Oh, because yeah. of the, the problems with, you know, contamination of the door handle. Um, we also have an air purification system that our nonprofit, you know, felt was really important, and it really seems to keep put our visitors at ease. We also have the uh, hand sanitizing stations, and I really believe that, you know, we're all wearing masks. Masks are required. We have a notice outside that people are comfortable to come in here. Yeah, we are fortunate too that we have a lot of outside interpretive signs that people can use also. So I think that extends their visit somewhat also. I'm so after this call, send me if you want, or if you have time, I would love to see a picture of the plexiglass, how you said it's almost like decorated. So it kind of goes with the museum. And then oh, absolutely, I, yeah. And then I would be glad to like share that on our social media and stuff. Cause that that's cool. Like everyone's using these different things, protective gear, but that it's like, we can get kind of creative with it. I mean, what else are we going to do? You know what I mean? Like, 
So <laughs> we have to do it. We, we have might to as well do it. It's best. Yeah, might as well look good. So that's awesome. I actually <laughs> haven't talked to anyone that's actually decorated that. So cool. Um, no, it looks great. Yeah. So send me a picture of that. I definitely want to see that. For so you guys do the tours. Um, for your large groups, I know you said. Do you technically you want it like how large can they be like where it's still safe? Well, so we can have it depends if like if they're all living in the same yeah. like, uh, senior community, for example, mm-hmm. although we haven't done any of those yet because they're really, you know, under the gun with everything right now. And they're, you know, most uh, at risk. Mm-hmm. But typically what we'll do is we'll bring a group. We, we start the tour outside if we can. It's always weather dependent. But mm-hmm. even if it's cold, you know, we'll have some point of time where we give them an orientation. And then what I can do is if it's a very large group, I can divide them in half and have the same tour going on in the front room as the back. You know, not the verbal part, not the, you know, the, uh, you yeah. know, the, the, part of seeing what's uh, what's there and then we can switch the rooms mm-hmm. okay. and start again so we've had because we've always been such a small museum for school trips I used to rent tents every year to have outside we're used to working with limited space but we just want to keep everyone safe I mean New yeah. Jersey's been hit pretty hard so we're yeah. really very cautious about you know, being careful. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you guys have been hit pretty hard. California, New York, like everyone. It's so sad. I'm, I'm so glad that you guys are still able to like operate and be open and, you know, cause it gives people, people want something to do. I mean, you know, we're slowly going crazy cause it's like, we're missing out on all these different things. So I'm, I'm glad you guys are still able to operate safely and everyone can still experience you know, your work. Well, we were closed for, we were closed for seven months and uh, we just reopened October uh, at the end of October. And uh, it's been slow, but steady. Yeah. And, uh, and, you know, we're going to get through this, but we want to get through it safely. Yeah. And so that's what we're trying to do. We're all in this together. Exactly. So you guys just opened, you're doing the tours. Do you still do, have you done any, um, I know you offer different programs for like schools and special events, but are you guys still offering that at the moment or is it just tours right now? Because I mean, obviously you're probably really limited to what you can really do. No, we're really limited. Yeah. I mean, the schools here, of course, are, you know, except for some private schools, they're all doing it virtually. And, um, you know, we have gotten a few requests from like scouting groups because they're generally small and uh, we're going to try to figure out how to manage that and yeah. uh you know if and we're you know we're going to work through it and just keep the group small i used to have a like um a minimum of so many students for scouting groups um i really can't do that anymore yeah. you know i it, it's too high i have to keep them lower actually so you know it's an adjustment we're all making these adjustments yeah, I don't know when the school trip the school trips will begin again. I think, you know, folks will be wary. You know, just like after nine eleven, people yeah. weren't going on school trips; they were afraid, and uh, understandably. And so, I think it'll be a slow return. Mm-hmm. 
Me too, unfortunately. But as long as we're like slowly, you know, moving forward, I I will take that. Mm -hmm. So before using, like working with us, did you guys ever do tickets online or is it all just in person? No, we actually had signed with another company in November and we, and then of course COVID hit. We hadn't even really been set up yet. Um, So we, for, I mean, for extremely short period of time and then um, they were bought out and I wasn't pleased with the platform that they had. And so I called around and I was really happy with Purple Kiss. Okay. I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. So we... uh, Go ahead. So, no, we hadn't hadn't been... Like, we never used a company or Mm -hmm. worked or partnered with a company like Purple Kiss for the extent we do now. It was, like I said, we signed up and then we were closed very shortly thereafter. And... uh, so, you know, it, it limited tickets. If I sold 20 tickets or 30 tickets through there, I'd be amazed. You know, mm-hmm. Purple Pass is really where we have our experience um, working with. Growing. Okay, awesome. Yeah, I wanted to ask about that. I was just curious if it was your first time actually using the technology. And because I wanted to see like how the transition was. But and then just to like close it up, because I think you answered a lot of my questions. Um, for the listeners out there, especially maybe directors or people in charge of exhibits, museums, kind of in your shoes, do you have any advice for them? Maybe they're not open yet. Maybe they're they're slowly getting ready to reopen. Any advice you might want to tell them as they're starting their journey or or anything that you oh, have sure. done? Yeah, anything like mistakes you have made that maybe they might be able to avoid? Well, we took it slow, so we were trying to avoid mistakes. I know some of my, um, you know, people that are interested in our museum and work hard, you know, to keep it running and in good shape, they were concerned. They wanted to open up a little earlier, and I just said, I really want to be successful, so let's take it slow. I mean, normally, we were open to the public three days a week and two days, uh, two other days of the week, um, we did school trips. We're only open on Saturdays right now. We just want to keep working at it slow and being successful. So that's my advice. And I also listen to more webinars <laughs> than I could ever, you know, believe that I would. Um, but they were really helpful. I mean, not every one of them because a lot of like nonprofits or, you know, museums or entertainment sites, theaters, exa- you know, for example, they're much larger than we are and they have many more programs. Mm-hmm. But there was always something, you know, some knowledge that I gleaned from this. And uh, I listened, I was watching YouTube videos on the pandemic and I was watching one in New Zealand for, for a zoo and, and they were talking about the bubble and uh, and that's what I've been calling, like like when a family or a group larger than six wants to come together, you know, and uh, so, you know, little things. But it really gave me a sense of um, security, you know, to see what was going on, to know that, um, you know, accommodations can be made. My health department here was so helpful. 
you know, really great guidance. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I just, just keep do, go go forward, but go slow, you know, make sure that you're going to be successful. You don't want to open up and then have to close a week later. Exactly. And, and that's the beauty of, thank goodness for technology right now. I mean, we're all kind of staying at home. Why not use this time to learn? Everyone is putting out, there's so much information out there, so many answers out there, so many ideas. Like you said, you're going on YouTube, webinars, podcasts, what we're doing right now. Like this is the time to kind of learn and see how you can grow and try to grow with how the world is going. Great advice. I definitely agree to take Uh it slow because that would be awful to reopen and then close again. Yeah, I think that's all I have for you today. Uh, Thanks for chatting with me. And uh, whenever you have time today, Go ahead and send me like any links, ticket links, uh, websites, anything you want me to include with this podcast because I do post it on our blog and social media and I'll, I'll include those links for you.